Welcome to Was It Any Good, a show that tries to find out things we all kind of liked when we were kids or, well, whenever. If they were actually any good, I'm Scott Johnson. Today, our suggestion comes from Thomas Chambers, who suggested that I watch season four, episode 11 of The Andy Griffith Show, an episode called Citizen's Arrest. Now, I was too young to ever see any of these when they aired as new episodes, but reruns are on in my house pretty much constantly through most of my young life. I remember being really, really into these for some reason, but I could barely tell you today too much about the series. So, together, let's find out if Andy Griffith was any good. Ah, the iconic uh, thing, although this is a short theme for some reason. Show. They don't play the whole thing. Starring it's just him walking Andy with uh, Andy, Opie, with Ronnie Howard. Ronnie Howard there. They're going also fishing. Starring Don Nuts. Quick cast member mentions, throws a rock in the river. Done. Oh, tell my darling mother, I'll be there. Say, keep her throwing. Mother, what is it? Some old Sheriff Finkley stuff. No kidding. Boy, this stuff really goes back. Yeah. Look at that, 1931. Record of arrest, name Purcell Branch. Tyler Branch is dead? Yeah. I wonder how old Don Knotts is here. He's got to be like, what, 30-something? Everybody looked older then, so both these guys probably in their 30s. They look 50, (laughs) but they're 30? Misdemeanor charge of disturbing the peace. Drove down Main Street with cutout open on Rio Flying Cloud. <laughs> Crazy guy. In those days, everybody thought they were Lucky Lindy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you take over from Pinkley? No, Fred Paley took over from Pinkley. Dale Buckley took over from Paley, and I took over from Buckley. <clears throat> well, who was Freeburger? Sewer Inspector. Freeburger. Sewer Inspector. Mm-hmm. You don't hear I that name he was often. A sheriff or a state patrolman or something. Oh no, he just liked to wear a fancy uniform and a badge. Well, the old buzzard. He arrested my father for speeding. <laughs> if your dad had looked a little closer at the badge, you'd have seen a little manhole cover right in the middle of the shield. <laughs> oh, of course, now there could have been extenuating circumstances. Like what? I got to say a thing here. Uh, you notice how they're they're just you know they're just sort of talking, right? Here we got here we got some old black and white footage of a couple of uh, at the time big stars talking to each other, and you realize as you're looking at this. Neither of these guys are alive right now. <laughs> I know I obsess on this sometimes, but it's weird to me that that room, if it were today, would be silent because neither are there anymore. It's both sad and fascinating, don't you think? Like maybe your daddy was speeding through a sewer? Speeding through a sewer. Speeding through a sewer. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, here's something you might want to keep. Huh? Look here. Custody receipt for the first revolver I issued you. Look at there. August 1953. Ten years ago last month since I swore you in. Yeah. Time has a way of moving right down the road, doesn't it? Well, it sure does. (laughs) Hey, you know we should have had a party or something. Oh, no. No, I mean it. Had a few folks in, a little yellow sponge cake with tin candles on it. Oh, no. Don't you worry about it. You know how I feel about fuss and falderall. Lord knows the job itself is reward enough. <laughs> Ten years. You know you ain't aged a lick. Really? Not the first lick. 
Okay. I don't know what that means when you age a lick. But hey, I got a thing to say about this. Uh, I'm already remembering why I liked this growing up. There is a um, real, I don't know, that's the point, I guess. But there's a real down-home sort of chill pace to to this kind of comedy, right? It's not too zany. It's not too dependent on, you know trends in comedy it's just sort of like hey these are a couple of funny dudes doing their daily day to day and it's all simple and straightforward and i don't know something comforty food about it still as wiry as ever got that same kid smile (laughs) (laughs) i've heard that most of my life i guess people do seem to like my smile (laughs) we've been through a lot together you know that we sure have, you son of a gun. Son of a gun, you son of a gun. <laughs> No, no, I owe you a lot, Bart. I really do. We've been through a lot together. You've been a fine deputy, true public servant. You can feel right proud of yourself, you know that? Well, a man does with what he's got. <laughs> you're not going to cry, are you? Oh, no. I mean, you're so emotional, high Can't have a man. Crying. Can't have a man crying. Not on TV in the 60s. Because this would have been 63, right? Yeah. 63. There's young Ron Howard. Future mega blockbuster director Ron Howard. Think of this for a second. Oh, I just thought of this. Opie. uh, Sorry, Ron Howard. Um, It's 1963 here. This is before... Any of the Apollo missions, right? He would one day go on to make Apollo th- or direct Apollo 13. Um, maybe the biggest movie of its kind. Uh, that must be just nuts. You know what I mean? Like he's a kid here. There is no, there is no man, you know, manned trip to the moon or, or otherwise. And uh, he was not going to see that for another six or seven years. And then, and then he's going to go on to do, I just, I don't know why that's weird to me. It's weird cool though but weird all right here's here's gomer is it gomer or goober oh, i forget there's gomer and there's goober oh goober all right goober no gomer goober let's see what he says turn to talk? I'd like to hear some kind of an explanation. Well, pick a subject and I'll do my best. You want me to pick a subject? I'll pick a subject if that's what you want. I'll pick one. U-turns. Oh, you mean what I just done? Yeah, come on. Explain. Well, I think you're making a mistake, Barn. Oh? You're talking to an emergency vehicle. <laughs> okay, so it's Gomer. All right, I got. It's easy to get it mixed up because Gomer started out as the town, you know, redneck yokel whatever and um later goober would come in and take over for him right because gomer got his own tv show uh private uh, private pile whatever that was it was some kind of show where he went and was in the army was it just called the gomer pile show it's got to be an early example of a spinoff series and you're on an emergency mission i suppose you could call it that yeah i seen you coming out of the post office don't try and hide it Here's your emergency. A postcard and a copy of Mechanics Monthly. Now, wait a minute, Barney. You're not going to write me a ticket, are you? like you to tell me why not. 
Well, I'm one of your friends. Gomer, for ten years, I have yet to betray the public trust. Now, I'd be some public servant if I were to allow personal relationships to stand in the way of the performance of my duty. What are you getting at? I'm giving you a ticket for committing the 9-11. Oh, come on, Barn. Tell you what, let me back up. Oh, my gosh, confirmed. Uh, Gomer Pyle committed 9-11. That'll sort of undo that 9-11, won't he? If I didn't think you were kidding, I'd hit you with a 9-12. What's the 9-12? Insulting an officer's intelligence. Well, I was just trying to right a wrong that I don't think was in the first place. Come on, Barn, don't give me a ticket. We're pals. Gomer, that simply does not enter into it. Now, my oath stipulates that I'm to uphold the law. If my mother made a U-turn, I'd give her a ticket. <laughs> a lot of white people in this town. Fine Pretty exclusive, one week. Failure to do so may result There's a whole in crowd around this truck right now listening. Fine or both as the jurisdiction of the court may so decide. You just go. What was that? You just go up and out and holler fish. <laughs> I said it and I ain't taking it back, neither. What do you say? Go up and call, uh, holler fish? <laughs> what a weird thing. Uh, Gomer, try to look at it from my side, will you? You see, you broke the law. Now, let me finish. <laughs> now, it's from little misdemeanors that major felonies grow. And it's my duty, it's anybody's duty, to stop them before they get too far. Now, the law must be upheld. Now, if I, as just plain John Doe, an ordinary citizen, were to see you making a U-turn, I'd have to make a citizen's arrest. Gomer, you'll be a better man if you'll try to think of us all working together for a common cause. Well, this isn't going to bite him in the butt, is it? Let's go back to your homes and places of business. I'm sure this won't be a problem. I'm sure Don Knotts isn't going to get citizen arrested for something. Because the name of this episode is Citizen's Arrest, so... Uh, I'll eat my hat if uh, that doesn't happen. It feels like that's where we're headed. Probably Gomer here. <laughs> He's going to do it now. There's a whole crowd here, by the way. You made a U-turn, and as a law-abiding citizen, it's my duty to call you on it. You're supposed to be setting an example for the rest of us. That's right. You tell him now, Gomer, Gomer, just a minute. This little black and white baby here is a real emergency vehicle. Now, why don't you just stop trying to get even? But you weren't on no emergency call. Of course you weren't on no emergency call. You made a mistake, deputy. Defund the police. Someone's going to yell. You've got to be kidding. You hear that, folks? There are two sets of laws. One's for the police and one's for the ordinary citizen. Jim Neighbors, baby. Well, that's an insult in the face of the public. There ought to be a number law that covers that. Oh, you be still because you the You can't be insulting people in public like that. You're supposed to set an example. That's what I say. Now, what happened? Oh, nutsy here come running after me screaming, Citizens arrest! Citizens arrest! He made an illegal U turn whilst he wasn't on no emergency. Right. Oh, he's just sore. He's just sore because I gave him a ticket for the same thing. 
Well, yeah, but the... the yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I... Hold it, hold it, it, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down. <laughs> Barney, this thing... I swear it's the same laugh track Mash uses. You better write yourself a ticket, and then we'll go in the courthouse and settle it in private. You're kidding. I'm just trying to save us both a lot of embarrassment. You're kidding. Well, you're going to make him write himself a ticket, or ain't you? Barney, the more you fuss about it, the bigger it's getting. And he make him give himself a ticket. Stay out of this, Gomer. I may be a rare. I'll get you for this, Gomer. Barney, write out the ticket. Andy, you're kidding. Barney, please write out the ticket. Folks, inspect it now. Okay. I'll write it out. You're darn right. I'll write it out. Dude, Don Knotts about to pop a vein here. You make a fool out of me because some boob. 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 He's calling me names again, Andy. He said he done called me a boob. The guy behind him looks like James Cameron from like right now. Like if James Cameron was in this movie and he's got the you know the beard and the hair that he has now, he looks like he's an extra in here. Again, it's not going to help any audio listeners, which is you know the entirety of the show. So I apologize for being too visual. Your temper guides your thinking. Temper? What do you mean temper? I know what I'm doing. How could you humiliate me in front of the whole town like that? Barney, it was diplomacy, public relations. Right now, in the eyes of the people of Mayberry, you're a pretty big man. Ha! I'm a boob! That's what I am, a boob! Look, I'll give you the $5 out of my own pocket to pay the fine. Now, that'll take care of it. It's Five bucks? That's a lot back then. You think so, huh? You think that'll close it, do you? Just like that, all fixed and done. Well, let me fill you in, Sheriff. Barney, will you come You up, are not going to pay my $5 for me. I am not going to pay my $5 for me. What are you getting at? He's getting undressed. No, oh, he's just quitting. Oh, he's putting himself in jail. Prisoner incarcerated and accounted for. Barney? Will you get out of there? Don't put that key to the door. I'm not coming out. Are you cracking up? The accused has a choice of paying a $5 fine or spending five days in jail. I, the accused, choose the latter. You're making a fool of yourself. Do you think so? Do you really think so? Honestly and truly, is that what you think? Yes, that's what I think. Well, Sheriff, the laugh's on you. When word gets out that your deputy and ex-best friend has been jailed for a minor offense, you'll be the fool. Your mind's really made up, huh? I wouldn't back down now if my life depended on it. Well, now he's got to make his life depend on it and then hold him to it, see if he, you know, sticks to it or not. Oh, Don Knotts is pissed. Who looks foolish now, Sheriff? You know, if they if they do a Don Knotts, uh, like, biopic, you just, you just get Buscemi, right? It'd have to be about him later years, but, you know... Steve Buscemi, he's got his face, his lips and his eyes and everything. I mean, that's, I don't know if anyone made that comparison before, but I'm telling you, dead on, those two. Commercial's over, by the way, so we're back. You can tell because there's jaunty music. Do, 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 like they all do. Oh, he's smoking. He's in there smoking a cigarette, marking off the days. Don Knotts with a big old freaking nasty cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Smoking, are you? That's right, I'm smoking. What's the matter? Smoking lamp out or something? <laughs> What's you come back for? Bed check? Okay, take a look, screw. <laughs> no knives, no screw? guns. 
No sauce? Barney. Satisfied? Everything's secure? A-OK and out. <laughs> Don Knotts is freaking funny. You're going to stay locked up in that cell all night, are you? Why, somewhere else you want me to go? You want to put me in solitary? Maybe you'd like to transfer me to state prison. <laughs> Stay there if you want to. He reminds me of my father-in-law. Andy Griffith does. I think maybe that's part of the appeal here. He's a really good guy. He reminds me of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's that town drunk guy. Otis? Otis. Otis, what are you Otis, doing? Otis, it is. Here I remembered. My, my brain remembered. No special occasion. It's my anniversary. 27 years. What anniversary? Well, 27 years ago, I took my first drink, and I've been in love with it ever since. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, another prisoner. Hi, mate. How, wait. How do you get... Okay. So Otis just got to go to jail when he wanted to go, right? Because he just wandered in, like, put me in, like, this is just where he sleeps. That doesn't seem like a thing you'd do. Hey, it's Barney. Oh, for a minute I thought you were locked in a cell. But you're out. I'm the one that's in, right? What are you in for, pal? <laughs> Otis. Wait a minute, you're Andy. Huh, you ain't in and you ain't out. Me, I ain't in and I ain't out. I'm in the twilight zone. Otis. See, that's funny, but think about it. The twilight zone was new back then. This would be like today making a reference to, it's like I'm in an episode of Black Mirror, right? And we would hear that as a contemporary reference and go, oh, that's funny because it's it's contemporary. Ho, ho, ho. But then, you know, a hundred years from now, they're like, ah, that was a, that's an old thing. And I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to say here? Does any of this make sense? Great. Keep going. Barney is in. He's a prisoner. He's locked in the cell. Barney? That's right. I'm a prisoner. Okay, you got that straight? I'm in. (laughs) They caught you, eh? Did you take a little bribe? Otis. Well, would you get him for ruling a prisoner? Otis, Barney's in by his own choice. Now go on in your room and go to sleep. Well, you watch it, pal. You just keep your nose clean, and maybe they'll let you out a little on good behavior. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I broke your heart, Mother. Pipe down, Otis, will you? Pipe down. What do you mean, pipe down? <laughs> just what I said. Knock it off. Says who? Says me. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to make Hold on. I got to pause this and then save a file. Hold on one second. Okay, sorry. Had to do that for reasons. You know who else? Me, myself, and I. That's three people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Let's just leave them both in jail at night. That's what you did back then. You just left them in there. Nobody garden. Oh, I'm sorry. I broke your heart, mother. You shut up, Otis. Will you just shut up? I can sing if I want. No, you can't. I can't. Can't. Says who? Says me. You a cop? What's it to you? You ain't a cop. You're a prisoner. And I'm telling you to shut up. You gonna make me? You're darn right I am. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Oh, Aunt B with some barn barn basket of shit to give her. Oh, Still poor here, Aunt are B. You? She's also dead, by the way. So far, everyone in this show is dead except Ron Howard. Barney, Andy told me what happened, and I'm terribly sorry, but I brought you some breakfast. Come on out and have some while it's hot. No thanks, Aunt B. Well, you have to have something. No, I don't. And he can't make me neither. Well, at least you can have a... I'd just like to see him make me eat breakfast. I'd like to see him try. <laughs> Andy, see that he eats something. And give Otis a cup of coffee when he wakes up. You know, Aunt B. Everyone needs an Aunt B. For, my, for my, all my nieces and nephews, it's my wife, Aunt Kim. She does all that. Brings food when they least expect it. Helps them do stuff. Shows up to all their dance recitals, all their stagey things, baseball games. Coming out, are you? Yeah, I'm coming out. I'm coming out with this. What's that? Read it. You're a big boy. You can read. Wait a minute. Barney, (laughs) he got out by reaching around the corner from the wall, which you can easily do through the bars and pull down the key ring full of keys that opened up the door and let him out. Now, why doesn't why wouldn't Otis or any other person inside the holding cell do the exact same freaking thing? That is terrible security. And I know this is you know it's, it's a good old home values show from the six late early sixties. I get it, but geez, the accessibility is a little much. That's right. It's my resignation. Signed, sealed, and delivered. All right. That means I'm quitting, you know. That's my official resignation. I know. It's my resignation, and it's official. I accept it. Good. I'll take it over to town council the first chance I get. All right. You do that. Oh, Barney, you're going to regret it, dude. Then they'll know. That's my resignation, you know. It means I'm resigning. I understand. <laughs> you just take that paper over there and you show it to him. It's my resignation. I'll take care of it. <laughs> I'd be laughing if I was that audience. But since it's a fake laugh track, no one laughs at nothing. They're trying to make this a very special moment. On a very special Don Knotts makes a mistake. Has a cell next to a drunk guy. Has regrets. Okay, the camera's zooming in on a sad face. Now he's sad. He's like, what have I done? I can't quit. This is my favorite job I ever had. Hey, Gomer! Hey, There's now Opie. Your hose. Empty yourself. What an air spray. We do make a charge for Geist, though. I know. <laughs> you know how long we've been in this business we gave Geist away free? 
Not very long. <laughs> hey, where's your pa? Hadn't seen him around all day. Barney neither, for that matter. Didn't you hear? Barney quit. Say what? Barney quit. He ain't a deputy no more. He ain't? This is all ADR. I with that citizen's arrest you give him. I heard Pa telling me... All VO after the fact. He locked himself up in jail and he wouldn't come out. It's creepy. And Pa couldn't get him to eat his breakfast. And then Barney gave Pa his resignation and then he went to sleep. Huh? That's what Pa said to A.P. He made his bed, let him sleep. Oh. Well, thanks for the air, Gomer. You say Barney quit. He really quit. Yep, he's off Pa's force. I'll see you later, Gomer. See yo. Tell you ain't me, Gomer says hey. I will. How much do you think gas was then? Like 25 cents a gallon or something. Something low. 30 maybe. Oh. Hey, buddy. Telephone's ringing. Ain't you going to answer it? No. Oh. I don't work here no All more, right. Otis. All Was there always a... Oh, see, Otis is going to grab the keys, too. I don't know why they don't get an answering service here. Okay, so that must have been an ongoing joke that whoever was in there, they just could get themselves out because this is an old town where no one really is bad, so... Hello? Sheriff's office. No, you ain't here. This is Otis. Huh? You don't say. I will. I will. You're right now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Barney. Guess what? There's been a holdup at Wally's filling station. Oh, I guess I better. No, I guess I better. Oh, no. (laughs) Help, Andy. Andy. Help. Hold up, Andy. So he's about to grab a gun. He's going to go. He went to the gun case like, oh, Otis is going to freaking get a big fire, a honker stick, and go out there and show him what for it, but nope. Homer! 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 What happened? What'd they get? Didn't Barney come with you? No, what's the story? How much did they get? How many were there? Who? A call come through. There was a holdup down here. Otis told me. Funny Barney didn't come with you. This was a job that called for teamwork. Will you forget Barney? Now, what happened? Well, seeing as I was the one that got you all apart, I thought I'd try to get you back together again. What are you talking about? I faked it. <laughs> you what? I made believe there was a holdup, hoping you and Barney would come. Isn't that a felony? Gomer, you didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gomer, you dick. Andy! Andy! See? He did come. I knew this was a job to call for teamwork. I'm sorry I'm late, Andy. I heard about it. I knew you'd need somebody to cover you. All right, where'd they go? What's the scoop, Gomer? Well, How many were there? Did you get a look at their faces? Were they wearing rubber masks? Well, Prince! Prince! What we need is Prince. Did they leave any Prince? How many were... What'd the crooks look like? Gomer turned in a false alarm. What? There were no crooks. What do you call that? There's a word for this. When you make that up with the cops. <laughs> and you think it's funny, do you? Do you realize you've committed a 785, a false alarm? Do you realize the danger involved in a prank like that? Well, I'm going to throw the book at you, Gomer. Huh? That's right. I'm hitting you with a 215, a 923, and a 785. Oh, Barney, don't. Not real, are they? Are any cops listening? Is that real? Any of those codes? Hold up. All of these? That's right. All of these, Andy. 
All right, so we're all good now. Andy's like, oh, I guess we're still friends. I guess, Barn, you can still be my deputy. Well, you see how it turned? Oh, they're back. Okay. Andy, uh, I, I got something I want to say to you. I want you to hear me out. <clears throat> well, uh, what I wanted to say was, <clears throat> well, actually, what, what I want to say is that I realize I made a dang fool of myself, and I'm sorry. Well, that's what I want to say. <laughs> that's okay, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> well, we better get back to work, huh? Hey, Andy. Hmm? Uh, that letter of resignation I wrote. What about it? What are you going to do with it? <laughs> oh, oh, that. Well, i tell you, Barn, I thought I'd just uh, file it in here with the rest of them. Huh? <laughs> January 21st, I, Bernard P. Fife, do hereby tender my resignation. <laughs> Bernard P. Fife. I, Bernard P. Hey, remember that for your next big trivia day. When you're trying to remember some uh, trivia from the Andy Griffith Show, it'll, it'll pay off for you there. Well, well done, uh, Everett Greenbaum and Jim Fritzel, who wrote that, produced by Aaron Rubin, and uh, produced also by Richard O'Linky. Good stuff. Have you guys ever heard the version of this song that is him singing? That's pretty good. It's like me and you to the fishing hole, and we're going to go there until we're old or whatever it is. <laughs> something like that anyway i uh, you know what i'm gonna say i think it holds up there's a certain old-timey charm to it and it makes you just kind of feel good to watch it and you can just chill and it's not hilarious it's not it's not dry it's just kind of this weird little middle thing and you know we didn't even get to see floyd or any of this other extended cast it kind of makes the show uh even better but i you know i think it's fine there's something about the Andy, Andy Griffith vibe that always worked for me, and maybe it still works for you. Does it Does it hold up? Is it any good? Yeah, it is. It's actually pretty great. Now, I can't speak to the later, like, color seasons in the late 60s. I don't know how that went. Feels like that may have been a little long in the tooth and a little bit of trouble by then. I don't, I don't know. They usually are. Shows overstay their welcome, right? But, but maybe it holds up all the way through. I might have to just put it on in the background and see if I enjoy it. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to toss me an email if you have something old that prompts that question, was it any good? Scott at frogpants.com is that email address. Again, Scott at frogpants.com. That's two T's in my name, by the way. S-C-O-T-T. If you guys need anything, if you need anything else, you can find it at the site. I can't talk anymore. Frogpants.com slash any good. That'll do it. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.